0: Good evening, London. I would introduce myself, but truth to tell, I do not have a name. You may call me V. Since mankind's dawn, a handful of oppressors have accepted the responsibility for our lives that we should have accepted for ourselves. By doing so, they took our power. By doing nothing, we gave it away. We've seen where their way leads through camps and wars towards the slaughterhouse. In anarchy, there is another way with anarchy from rubble comes new life hope reinstated they say anarchy's dead but see report of my death were exaggerated tomorrow's dawning streets will be destroyed the head reduced to ruin an end to what has gone before tonight you must choose what comes next lives of our own or a return to chaos return to chains choose carefully and so i do v for vendetta issue number 10 from may 1989 by alan moore and you are listening to Heroes home base podcast episode 51 hey
1: everyone this is mark
0: this is rob going on this is rich we still do a podcast yes we I do. know i know <clears throat> i was listening to some old ones I had to do some long distance driving the last couple weeks and for work and i was listening to some of our old ones and then we always started with man we haven't done this in a while but legit we haven't recorded for over a month <laughs> it's been longer yeah, than that, i think actually. this is the longest uh break we've taken since starting this (laughs) uh so yeah i came back from vacation a month ago and uh yeah what else is going on with you fellas i figured i figured we could discuss what we're gonna have going on in the future here and just kind of do a little catch up and we're obviously headed towards the holiday season again so let's do a little catch up well mark
1: this week, I'm preparing to go to the Emerald City Comic Con. I leave for Seattle on Wednesday. You've my been planning cons- that
0: for a year and a half, two years? Time? Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I'm
1: supposed to go last year, but it got canceled, and obviously, due to COVID 19. And so, I'm preparing to leave on Wednesday. I'm very excited. So, my comic book list, I thought it was long when we went to New York Con uh, last month.
0: How now long was it?
1: It was. I think it was only like two pages. It's now four pages.
0: Yeah, but man, you executed at a high level at New York. You really did. So like legit, your comic list in New York was how? What was left of it when we got back? Maybe like four or five issues. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Sorry, go ahead. But
1: now my is now it's like four pages long and i will tell you that i absolutely love instagram because the algorithm will show you it'll show you things that you like because obviously i click on a lot of comic book stuff so things show up in my feed and it was a panel of iron fist from 1975 Mm -hmm. issue number 12 and i didn't know that it was written by chris claremont and john byrne drew it nice man so I get a Chris Claremont and John Byrne book. And I, from what I can tell of the panels that I was reading, I was like, I, I kind of like this. So I added Iron Fist numbers. Was it numbers just book.
0: like a limited run that they were together on it? I, I think so.
1: I think so. So I, I wrote down numbers issue 12 through 15, volume one from 1975 on my list. Um, I recently discovered Nightwing from 2019, the year of the villain, because you know I love the Court of Owls. Anything that has to do with the Court of Owls, I'm game. So in this particular story, Talon, because we find out that Nightwing is a descendant of the Court of Owls, and so Talon is trying to recruit him. And I didn't know that Nightwing lost his memory. Mm -hmm. So he's having some amnesia.
0: Yeah, that was Batman 55. Nightwing was shot in the head by the KG Beast. And uh, him and Batman were out on a run, and he uh, got sniped. And then it obviously cascaded into the Nightwing books, and man, I was like, yeah, I'm checking out. I stopped reading it from that point. Now nah, I take that back. I gave it a couple reads into that memory loss thing, and then I was like, this is just crazy. So then I haven't picked it up since Current with uh, Tom Taylor writing it, so go on, Sorry. That's okay, right. So I picked that up. So I have issues to 62, 63,
1: and 64. I just have to get 65, 66, 67, 68, and 69. And from also what I found through Instagram, um, I saw this really cool Batman cover. And it was Batman number from 2006, number 656. And that issue is the first appearance of Damian Wayne.
0: Yep. Have it. I love
1: Be Some Damian Wayne. Is I that swag. a uh,
0: Kubert cover?
1: Yes. And so Red I. Red and look, black? I think it's the father and son or son of Batman storyline, and it runs from issue sixty-five to sixty-eight, six sixty-five. I'm sorry, six fifty-five to six fifty-eight. So I'm gonna get that. I'm also gonna get Night who, of the, the Owls.
0: Who was the writer on that? That's a uh, was it Grant Morrison It was somebody Morrison. I think it was Grant Morrison. Morrison? Okay. Yeah.
1: So I have a few issues of the Night of the Owls run, but I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven books from that run from July of 2012 that I have to get. Okay. So I have to get those, and I'm going to get <laughs> uh, some Uncanny X-Men from Chris Claremont and John and from Chris Claremont and Jim Lee. Okay. So that whole run, um, first appearance of Gambit is gonna be a big one for me. Also, the rest of my Court of Owls issues that I have to get, one, two, three, and six are left on my list. So I have a bunch of issues that I'm going to get. Hopefully those Iron Fist issues, because they're from 1975 and they have an awesome writer and awesome artist, hopefully they won't be too expensive or too hard to find. Yeah. But I'm a little nervous about going to this con by myself. So the night before, I'm a little nervous because obviously Six Eyes are better than Two. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm scared. Like I'm have to really. Like, I think I'm just gonna do it category by category. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just gonna go and just do it that way because otherwise it's like I, I'm used to having six eyes versus now. Nah, what are you two. worried
0: about, Mark? Like you worried you're just gonna miss things or what? Miss
1: things and be like, f-
0: where is this f- book?
1: You know what I mean? I'm just, afraid. Versus, just find,
0: versus... Just find a booth and then go through your list 100%. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to break it, out it out down. has got his goddamn sword blocking Rob's face trying to look at a Batman box. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to each booth and go through my list, category yes. by category, or title
1: by title, and yes. that's how I'm going to do it. I'm yep. not going to stress myself out. <laughs> with <Where's> this book? <laughs> you know, I'm not because I was scared of that. Damn it. I
0: forgot to look in that table.
1: Yeah, it's hard. You're so <laughs> Especially because my list is so long, you know. But I am—I'm confident that I will be able to find everything I need. It's been very difficult not to go to the comic stores here in New York yeah. because I've been trying to save my money and not go. So, but I haven't been going. I, haven't, I was tempted to go today, but I didn't go. I also picked up because I'm flying six hours. I, I rented movies or I bought movies on my iPad, on my on my laptop. I bought an awesome Oracle laptop case. I love
0: that. Yeah, That's sweet cool. man. From T Public. You've been talking about that for a while, haven't you? Yes. So I got it
1: and I'm, I'm gonna I'm already prepared for it. And T public is having an awesome 30% off sale and there's four shirts in my Cart, but I'm not going to buy them. I'm going to wait until after because not only am I going to the Emerald City Comic Con, I'm also on Friday, the day before. I'm also going to Bend, Oregon. My, I already bought my plane ticket. My okay. girlfriend and I are flying. Not a girl. A girl who is my friend. Let's not get it twisted, readers. Okay, a girl who is my friend. Read her. Excuse, excuse me, listeners. Excuse me, listeners. I'm going with one of my dear friends, um, Katie. <laughs> she and I are flying from seattle on friday to bend oregon because i'm going to visit the last
0: blockbuster you better get some videos man
1: i am I'm how see long is bushes. it
0: from the con to bend oregon like a flight you're flying 45 okay. minutes this dude is literally spending money on a plane ticket to go to a blockbuster video store i love it yes i am so <laughs>
1: it's about 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour flight
0: okay and the price you pay g- for nostalgia.
1: Yes, right. I, the price I'll pay is actually one hundred and eighty-seven dollars. <laughs> like.
0: That's but a going that, rate for
1: nostalgia these days. But I plan on buying a shit ton of merchandise, so hopefully, like on their website, I have a cart and total is like three hundred and six dollars. But with shipping and handling, it's probably going to be about three hundred and eighty-six dollars wow. because I want like they have like a blockbuster onesie, a T-shirt, sweats, oh sweatshirt. A hoodie, a jacket, um, postcards, magnets, and like um, a poster. I'm going to buy the poster. And I'm thinking about buying the Blockbuster game. Like, a, like a, you know, when you have people over, you can play the game. <laughs> so I'm going to buy that also. So I, this this whole Blockbuster one-day event is probably about $700 that I'm spending. Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: God. That's more than you spend at Con. Yeah, but I'm all right Ooh. with it because I've saved up for it because I'm a saver. <sighs> That's funny. It's so funny my I mentioned con my mark because we were talking about that at my work just last week about the last blockbuster.
1: Did you tell them that you know somebody that's going? I totally
0: forgot that you were going to do that. So no.
1: <laughs> well, please remind them that I'm going because they need to know that somebody is so, so cool that is actually going that is doing that. <laughs> um actually and also I'm going, so I have to get my you know how we would have to go to that little tent area outside of con to, for our, our wristbands. Yes. I have to do yeah. the same thing. So I have to go to the Sheraton hotel or some shit. And show my vaccination and get that thing, and or either that or I have to download Clear. But I, I think if I go and I'm already vaccinated and I get my band, I don't have to. Sh- I don't have to download Clear on my phone or some shit.
0: Well, we had to. We, that's what we had to show. We had to show the Clear app to get the wristband. Yeah. Oh, but it. I think there if I
1: go. have my vaccination card, I don't have to do it.
0: Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, I just went to a uh concert two nights ago for the first time in two years, and I just had to show my vax card. I didn't have to log into any app or anything so it was like when we ate ate at the diner in new york where we had to show our papers
1: so i'm very excited about this trip i can't wait um i land at 10 a.m i leave in new york at 7 land at 10 hopefully i can check into my hotel i'll beg them like please let me check <laughs> so i can rest don't, not, like them- don't
0: sound like that they'll be like sure get the <laughs> <out of> here <laughs>
1: I'm going to rest all day. I'm not going to leave my hotel Wednesday because I want to rest. And then Thursday, I'm going to go get my souvenirs and postcards and work on my postcards. And and then Friday, I'm going to fly to Ben. Saturday is all day at the con. And then Sunday, I fly home.
0: Nice. So this is like, what, number three or four in terms of larger cons in the nation? It's one of the bigger ones, right?
1: Um, For the Northwest.
0: Yeah, dude, there's still, it's still San Diego and New York. Farther. Sure. Like I know. I know it's not bigger than those two, but
1: but Saturday passes are now all sold out. All the three day, four day family packages sold out the first day. Mm. Jim Lee, I showed you that. I showed you that, Rich. Jim Lee is charging. He's going to be there. He's charging sixty dollars just for an autograph, or you can do. He could have him sign three things, and take a personal picture with him, and have something like CGC or whatever that brand. That-
0: CGC, um,
1: witness signature yeah. guy. Yeah, you can have them do one of, and that's $165 or you can ha- like do something else and it's like $400 and I'm like uh, do I really need to take a picture? now? I'm like no. I'd rather be- spend my money at Bend and see other things you know what I'm saying? So I'm not even going to have him sign anything. I'm just, it's not worth it to me. That's a pretty know. big name. It is but I mean when I, co- okay, like you know, I just mm, no, it's not really, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bob Hall's going to be there again. Oh, Bobby. Oh, we're going to get him on, on the show, Mark? Yeah, we are. And speaking of listeners, listen to that. We're going to get Bob Hall, who I know him from. The, he did a limited four-issue series of the West Coast Avengers back in 1984. And I got him to sign two original artwork pieces of the West Coast Avengers for him when we saw him at New York Con.
0: Yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about that. Like, I know it's been kind of a month since we've done an episode, but I f- I feel like we need to stay be patient. And uh, cause I actually talked to subject line Herb the other night and he's like, Hey, you guys taking some time off. And I just want to kind of say, yeah, we kind of are because we're going to try to line up and get more interviews and more episodes scheduled. Um, because we really haven't been able to do that. Like this is the first time. And what is this? The third year we've been doing this. Yep. That we haven't really had stuff planned out. We'll probably have some gaps and some breaks in between some episodes. We're going to get some guests and stuff and new segments, um, possibly. Um, do you guys want to say anything about that? Like you agree with what I just said? <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, we sure know we're just going to work at trying to get more artists or writers. Um, I mean, the logistics,
0: logis- the logistics of it is Mark's going to be doing a lot of traveling. Uh, going to different cons and uh, we're going to try to book uh, some, you know, some valuable guests and stuff just needs to line up with the three of us doing three different directions and stuff like that. So be patient. You may get an episode every other week. Like we, we tried to put out, um, but it could be longer like this stretch. So, yeah.
1: Well, after this con, because you know, it's December 2nd through the 5th Seattle comic con, um, Next month or the month after in January is the winter con here in New York, where I was supposed to meet Greg Cox. Mm -hmm. So we have to email him to see if he'll be at this year's con because I want to stop by and have all his science, have him sign all my books. Remember, he's the guy who wrote the recent Court of Owls book that we raved about on the show. So, you know, um, That's in January. So I have a lot, I have all my lists and all my dates written down for all my cons. So next year, I'm going to be saving a lot of money because I'm going to be traveling to these cons. And I just can't wait for that. So be on the lookout for pictures and stories from all my con travels.
0: Yeah. Nice. Rob, what's been going on with you? So actually quite a little bit. Um, You know, Khan really scratched my itch for, um, I guess, acquiring some of the books that, you know, Rich and I just stopped collecting because, you know, you get a mortgage and you you get married and comics become less important when it comes to paying for things. But since coming back from New York and really um, not really getting what I wanted, um, Rich and I just started looking on ebay and found a pretty decent uh stack of books of the uh batman uh new 52 uh how much was that total rich like uh i think a lot 150 yeah something like 150 bucks for oh wow again comics are worth what somebody's willing to pay for it dropped 80 dollars for batman number one and it was included and then didn't we even get a variant cover rich yeah we got two number ones No, i think we got three number ones and two of them were variant covers yeah so first print variant cover um so then i um decided to check out world's greatest finally i never went into jeff's uh, newer establishment i can't even really say it's newer it's been what well over a year and a half rich uh something like that yeah so i've already been in there a couple of times so i picked up three additional books of the of the batman run looks like he has a pretty fair amount of the detective new 52 as well i didn't see a number one but uh um, oh wow so pretty impressed with that stack of books uh, i will definitely want to read them uh i think for the most part rich i think we're missing like maybe two issues of the first 12 uh, i've got it here one two three four five six seven eight nine ten uh we're missing 10 issues originally it was 14 but you picked up a couple from world's greatest yep so yeah i've been slowly building up that i think that's going to be my main focus um and then i'll kind of hack away at the detective new 52 uh also i uh finally decided to continue to read rassle rich handed me those three books uh the trades. God, probably well over a year ago now. Um, Probably after the first time I did Jeff's thing. After I read it, I gave him to you. Yeah. Uh, I gave you book number one a long time ago because I read that and then I just kind of stopped and I'm almost through the second book. Really enjoying that. He's uh, did a fair amount of research on that. Um, Yeah. Kind of historical context is it kind of reminds me of um, a lot of Inception type stuff. Multiple universes, but also a lot of like forgetting where you're at and tripping over your own stuff. So maybe some butterfly effect stuff in there too. Uh, but I've got about a third of the second book to read and then I'm um, going to finish that up. And then I saw that uh hammer just finished the artwork on the Pathfinder Society, the third and final book. So you I have not read the second one yet. I have not read the second one yet, but I was going to start reading that with Jensen. I have, it's been obviously almost It'll be two years in May that we read the first one when we interviewed him. Yeah. So I'll, I'll want to pick. I want to reread that, and then hopefully by the time I get around to reading the second one with Jensen, because he's doing a really good job, and this is kind of right up his alley. Um, the third one will be out pretty soon. Um, is that gonna? Is it just gonna be a trilogy? I can't remember what. Yeah, I believe okay. it's just a three-parter. Yep, I think that's I think that is all um rich keeps giving me more and more books to read i uh i have not finished his justice league last ride but um i have i've read the first issue of the the nice house on the lake and i was appropriately disturbed by it (laughs) right Um, i'll have to i'll have to finish that up but i did also i can't remember if i shared this uh, the last time we were on probably not because it was over con I managed to download a copy of uh Batman 232 and uh um, that's your racial ghoul or issues. Yep, that's the uh that's the one. Um I really I think I saw more copies of that than I saw of Batman New 52 number one. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. but that's on my wish list. That's again, that's just too much money. Um, but that's the one I uh I did a profile for. Um but we can talk about that in a little bit. Sweet. But um yeah, so kind of still still recovering from Con and trying to work on building that Batman the Batman books. So,
1: do you think I can find a Batman number 1 from New 52 for like 50 bucks?
0: Probably. I'm telling you right now the Overstreet has it for even like 9 8 to 9 status, I mean 30 bucks. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. believe. I'm massively overpaid for that. Yes, yes you did. But so. that was after going to like six or seven booths and not finding it at all. Yeah. Um, so with me, obviously, New York went on vacation, I read quite a bit. I read uh, I already said that I read The Return of Superman. I did finish uh, V for Vendetta, so probably a couple weeks ago. That's the intro book that I read for this episode. Thought it was pretty appropriate considering it's almost i mean we're a couple days away into december but november is always like v v month for me anyway comic book related rob and i did buy that lot i got another tattoo i got my michael turner i got my uh, wonder woman added to my sleeve that looks good mm-hmm. i don't know me and my artist carmelo are gonna be looking at backgrounds and other panels to put on but yeah man i'm just been working that's about it that's enough catch up. so mark what do you got for the news
1: absolutely so disney plus Revealed its new show, Hawkeye, okay. with Jeremy awesome Renner.
0: previews, yeah.
1: And the first two episodes are up now, and it's looking pretty good. I th- from the previews, I was a little afraid that it was going to be too comedic, but it's looking mm-hmm. pretty good. And I'm thinking that one of the characters who I saw from comicbook.com is the Swordsman, who has a long history with Hawkeye, who started in Hawkeye and was a longtime Avenger and... I think one of the guys, they made him. I don't know how this would roll out. Obviously, it's only two episodes, but I think the swordsman might be in there. But so far from what I see, it looks awesome. It look, it was a great show. I was highly, I was entertained. I liked it. I like what they did with the story with Kate Bishop. And I like what they did with Jeremy Renner. And I'm looking forward to seeing more episodes.
0: Sweet. Is this going to be like a, one of those standard shows, kind of like a WandaVision, where they'll do like 10 episodes and maybe do another season or what?
1: I think this may just be a one season kind of thing from what I can tell so far. Um, And I also finished part two came out the other day of Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe Revelation. And it was the second part half of it. And okay. so that came out and I finished it. I just finished it tonight and it was awesome. And he just, it was so nostalgic. I mean, just, it was so, cause I was a huge he-man. I had Castle Grayskull. I had the vehicles. I had all the action figures. I mean, I was a huge master of the universe, um, collector i love the toy. i had a huge giant puzzle and it was awesome I, just to see them bring out ram man and and battle cat and it was just so awesome so he did a great job he did a great job with it and for spoiler alert for the end of it the very end of it this unexpected villain i think belongs to hordak who is she-ra he-man's sister that's her main villain The way Skeletor is He-Man's villain, Hordak is She-Ra's main villain. So I'm thinking, I mean, the the last clip, it was real quick, but they showed Hordak's sign. So anybody who knows that, I just got goosebumps, like, holy shit, that's Hordak. So I'm thinking that perhaps, I don't know, but he could... Do She-Ra She was my shit. I was I I I Shira was my shit. She was She-Ra was, she my, was more my your shit.
0: favorite than He Man was.
1: No, they were both equally my favorite. I mean, I just remember that I got goosebumps because I remember the theme song. I remember um
0: what the is Hors, the song? Netflix. Oh, okay.
1: Her sword. Had a little crystal in the middle of the sword, and she could turn her sword into a shield. She could turn her sword into a rope. That's what she would say: sword to shield, and it would turn into a shield. And I just remember, but thing the thing is though, all the people in He Man's world they were like hard badasses. All the people in She ras world they were like pussies. They were like was <laughs> You know, they were like pussies. Like they were all all, all the dudes were so gay. they were like
0: Superman the anime series.
1: Oh boo! <laughs> no, not even that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. They were all, like, all the dudes were, like, pink and lavender and, like, flowers, flower crystals and shit. And they were all just pussies and painters and artists. So and, like, they
0: were free spirits. So,
1: so they were all pussies. Like, <laughs> in like, He-Man's were a man-at-arms. He had, like, like a f***ing, like, axe and a mace. And Ram Man was powerful. And in f***ing she world, they throw, like, stardazzles at you. Like, the f-ing is a stardazzle. Like, in a. Uh, rainbow shield and shit like a uh, flower shield and a flower blast what is is what the is a flower blast dude like come on speaking of week
0: um can you guys believe that it's we're coming up on a year when that disgrace of ww84 came out oh yeah wonder woman 84 (laughs) i was right
1: here in my spare bedroom watching it on my bed falling asleep
0: well i just remember being <laughs> super pumped about the preview and then that sucked so we watched the first one
1: sorry so a much with cheetah little,
0: a little aside there sorry cheetah was
1: great cheetah was great and i like you know you know maxwell lord should have been a smaller part of it cheetah should have been a bigger part of it
0: yeah i just never i've never wasted a christmas day or a christmas evening in such a fashion like i did last year I could just see Rich's face. I was just like, when is this gonna get better? Anyway, <laughs> never did. I was complaining. Wa- I was, I was watching complaining about a movie from a year ago.
1: Sorry. I was watching um an episode of Fat Man Beyond, and even Ming Chen, him and Mark Bernardin did a version that they did a black man beyond because it was just Mike, it was just Mark and Ming. And Ming was like, when they were writing this, didn't they realize what they were doing? Like, who approved this? Is what Ming was saying. So he says the same things we do.
0: Yeah. Sad, um, but speaking of good movies, so went back to the movie theater for the first time, and I don't know since Jumanji 2, that would have been Christmas like two years ago, I think. Um, but no, Colden's 11th birthday was on Thanksgiving this year, so the Friday before we took him to see uh Ghostbusters with uh, so the whole family went, so all four of us went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife, and it was good. I told Rob it it was uh nostalgia porn. So the writers definitely knew what they were doing with that, but you know, there were some some things I didn't like about it, but uh f- for the most part it's it was definitely can't have really everything. Good. Can't have everything. What uh what theater did you use to pop your Covid cherry on? Uh, I went back to Crosswood so I could lounge in the and awesome. the, the lounging seats. So I saw you,
1: uh, Speaking of movies, I saw The Eternals.
0: Yes, yeah, please. Give us your thoughts on that. I, I did not. I liked it. I liked it a lot.
1: It was very clean. Um, clean. <laughs> I, I got, heard that like a whole bunch of mixed reviews about it. Really? I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was great. I mean, the critics will do what they do. But the fans, I mean, I think we all liked it. The, the critics almost packed.
0: never hate a Marvel movie, though.
1: I, well, I thought it was good. I thought it was great. We got two end credit scenes, and the last end credit two. scene... Two. We got two. The, the first one, the whole theater erupted because what we got spoiler alert in the end credit scene was starfox who is also an eternal he's Thanos' brother he's also an avenger which oh my gosh when i saw that i'm like who else are they gonna bring out kevin fogg we have to freeze him we have to wrap him in a ziploc bag and freeze his ass so he can keep making these (laughs) movies i mean i can't believe we got starbucks uh, starbucks <laughs> Star Fox. I cannot um, believe we got Star Fox. And then the very end credit scene, we got Dane Whitman, who was known as who's who is also the Black Knight. Okay. We got him about to touch the ebony blade. And in the very end scene, the very last part of the scene, we hear a voice saying, Are you sure you want to do that, Mr. Whitman? Whose voice is that? Mahershala Ali, who is going to be playing Blade.
0: All right. mm, I did see that. He's giving up his cotton mouth uh, gig from... Uh... <laughs> why, why am I drawing a blank here? Luke Cage. Luke Cage, thank you. He died in that, though, didn't he?
1: Yes. So okay. That. But we. what the fans are trying to figure out, what we're trying to figure out now, is why would Blade be in London with the Black Knight? Because from what I can tell from the comics, they don't really have any kind of connection.
0: Is Blade going to be in the Morpheus movie at all? I don't know. Speaking of Marvel movies, uh, I have not paid a lot of attention to the uh, the Spider-Man movies past um, Garfield's. And I did watch the multiverse one, but uh, I saw the preview for uh, where Doc Ock is like attacking P- Peter Parker. And it actually looks pretty decent. I like how they're merging all the Spider-Man universes together in the live action film.
1: Something did you guys tells see me- that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And at the very end of that scene, I think Doctor Strange is like hanging above the Statue mm-hmm. of Liberty saying they're all coming through, I can't stop them. So, I mean, who the hell else can they be talking about? They could be talking about the X-Men possibly.
0: So, I might actually check that Spider-Man movie out. I don't I I, I might give it a shot. December 17th. <laughs> I
1: can't <laughs> wait. I'm very excited December 17th that shit's coming out. And then I can't decide if
0: I I'll tell you what I'm sick of watching though. I'm sick of seeing Oh, exclusive the Batman next preview. It's the same shit. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just done with the previews. I'm ready to just see the movie.
1: I was thinking about coming home to see it with you guys, so all of us can see it together
0: on March. March. 4th.
1: I, I think I'm. I think I might want to come home so we can all see it together.
0: Yeah, we can see it for our birthday. I'd be, be down yeah. for that. Yeah. I don't know. Are you guys? I'm just a little annoyed. Like it's like the same stuff. Like I don't. I not think really it looks scared. damn good. Like, no, no, no. It to- looks. It looks really good. I'm just. I almost feel like I'm watching fan made stuff on YouTube. Like you're not showing me anything new in these previews. Like I'm ready to just see the movie. Did you see, or are you still talking about the Batman or are you talking about? Yeah. So the did Batman. you not see the fandom uh, preview? I did. I did that again, a substantial number of that was already seen, but I watched it. It was good. I'm ready to see it. I remember thinking this when, um, the Dark Knight came out, like you know, where they did like the vote Harvey Dent campaign, and everything. I'm like, I'm just ready to see this movie. I'm, I'm just done with previews. I'm, I'm just ready to see this movie. Yeah, I have some. Cons- I, 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 uh, I will say I'm reserving all judgment after uh, being surprised, pleasantly surprised with Ben Affleck. So I'm giving Pattinson a, a decent yeah. shake. But to your point, Rich, I like that. Uh, I like that it's a year one, uh yeah. type storyline. So. Aside from animated movies, we really haven't gotten a live-action version of that. Um, Correct. I think there was a little bit of that teased into um, Batman 89, but I, uh, I'm i ready for it. It'll be a different take. So, Rich, talk about your pull. All right, so Rich's pull. I mean, I, I've read quite a few comics since we last recorded. Um, I'll just go over the current stack that I have. Action Comics 1036. This is basically where Superman and the Authority left off. Basically, they're now going to take out War World or go to War, War World to free some slaves. Uh, the last issue of Justice League, The Last Ride, which Rob hinted to earlier about reading issue number seven. So that wrapped Chip Zdarsky. That was really, really good. Um, Swamp Thing number nine of ten. I did hear that this book is going to get extended beyond the 10 issues or it's going to restart probably. Um, so really excited about that actually. So Swamp Thing number nine, one more to go on that run. Uh, I got a one shot Batman, Superman and the authority. This is kind of wrap behind uh, Superman and the authority and that action comics. It was pretty good. Uh, I have, I don't know if I talked about the house of slaughter Issue number one on my poll last time, but issue number two came out, so I've read that. It does appear that Something is Killing the Children will be back in March, so this um, sub-story or prequel story will take the place of it until that returns. So, so, so did you need book. the uh, free comic book day to really make sense of it, even though that was really just supplementing Something's Killing the Children 1? Uh, No, you probably needed it. A little bit of backstory on it so um i have nightwing number 86 so this was the final fear state issue or crossover issue um really good really enjoying that book still um nice house on the lake issue six this is actually uh from what i heard is going on hiatus so we're at the halfway mark and it'll probably be returning in March I think so a couple months what's your thoughts uh, on that uh sucks so i i don't know i don't know if that's because tinyan is no longer at dc at this point and we're just uh, i don't know i'm sure i could f- figure out what the real reason is but what's your what's your take on that book um it's it's different it's uh it's definitely you know i'm invested in it uh, it's good there's a lot of characters in it um, just trying to remember certain things, but there hasn't been any delays for the book. So now with this hiatus, it's probably going to put a little bit of misunderstanding, or I'll forget some stuff when I pick it back up. So, um, I got Detective Comics 1045. That is the final fear state of that as well. This was another really good book, and then Batman 117, the final issue of James Tynion on Batman. So it wrapped that whole fierce state story arc all the way back from the future state, I think with all those characters and kind of sad to see him go with his, with the artist. Um But I think Joshua Williamson is taking over the book now and uh we'll get a new, get a new take on it and we'll see what's going on. So I know Joshua Williamson wrote the flash. I think when rebirth first started, I don't, I haven't really read anything with him. So, Looking forward to that. Disappointed, but looking forward to that. Other than that, stuff coming out. I know there's the there was a black label uh swamp thing book that I'm looking forward to reading. And then other than that, I it's all I got. So that is Rich's poll for episode fifty one. Cool. So is
1: Batman Catwoman over?
0: No. Oh god. <laughs> nope. That is, uh, I just stopped, I just stopped bringing that up when I would read it I wouldn't even put it in my poll. Cause I think we're all, uh, no, I think that's issue eight, eight was the last one. So it's still got a couple, couple to go too damn long. All right. So that's Rich's poll. Mark, did you have a, a long box issue that you wanted to, uh,
1: no, because I'm just still trying to get myself together. I, I, I wasn't... No, only because I've just been so busy getting my own list together I we'll that I didn't pull anything. Yeah, I didn't
0: pull anything. Okay. Rob, home base assessment? Yeah, so I'm going to do my first take on Ra's Ghoul. I originally wanted to do the Legacy um, story arc, which took place, I believe to encompass detective 700 back when that was yeah. huge. Um, but I chose not to do that. I wanted to kind of go back to the, uh, the origin, which as I said on previous episodes, that's really two thirty-two. Um, but I also, so I read it um, and then I watched the Batman, the animated series and Denny O'Neill um, actually helped produce that episode. So, the creator of Rachel Ghoul got to really oversee that episode on the animated series and it actually follows it pretty closely um but i'm just doing the first issue so kind of the the general gist i'll kind of give you the summary um robin is kidnapped um you're assuming he was shot returning to his dorm room and then um batman is notified and uh he sent a picture and a mailer in the Batcave, cave and then racial ghoul actually shows up in the Batcave, cave. Huh. Um, and then he reveals that uh, Talia Al Ghul, um, his daughter has also been taken. And the, I like the way the animated series did this. So if y'all would remember Talia Al Ghul uh, first showed up in Off Balance, the one where um, kind of the I remember the villain had like a hypnot He could hypnotize you with his like um, eye patch. Oh, yeah. Count Vertigo. Yeah. And um, you get to see Ra's al Ghul in the final like the episode. After Batman sabotages the the weapon. Is this all ringing a bell to you too? Yes. Yes. So Talia Al Ghul makes an appearance in in Detective before you actually meet Raish. So anyway, long story short, Batman is kind of taken all over the country looking for Robin and come to find out he's been put in harm's way. He had to take on a tiger. He had to um, take out assassins a whole bunch of different things in different countries. You find out at the end of the book that it was actually Ra's al Ghul who kidnapped Robin and who intentionally put Batman in harm's way and, and essentially tried to kill him to um, determine if he was a suitable um, person to take over Ra's al Ghul's family line and to marry his daughter. So the issue ends very abruptly with batman realizing that talia loves him so we don't even get any of like the lazarus pit stuff in 232 but it was a pretty lengthy issue um but it it, uh, it's a two-parter on batman the animated series it was the demon the demon's quest is uh kind of what it was called part one and two and that's where it ends with um Rachel ghoul holding talia over his head after he comes out of the lazarus pit so it's a pretty good continuity there so when i was thinking about Raish, he obviously thinks he is the shit he's a pretty um i'm not really going to address the uh the lazarus pit and the um the fact that he's probably like over 800 years old type stuff but he does not care about other people um he really cares about his status his prestige and he'll take over the world if he if he wants to Um, but what really kind of where I was driven on this is narcissistic personality disorder. Mm -hmm. Have you you ever heard of this one? Not in great detail. Okay. Mm -mm. So, so we've got a pervasive pattern of grandiosity. So in fantasy or in your behavior, um, need for admiration, lack of empathy, beginning by early adulthood and present in a variety of contexts, uh, indicated by at least five of these. So has a grandiose sense of self-importance, exaggerates achievements and talents, expects to be recognized as superior for all his achievements. So just simply remember uh, Ubu, his, uh, his I guess, right-hand man, was constantly like uh, attacking Batman for trying to leave a space ahead of Ra's Ghoul. Yeah. And Raish certainly didn't stop him from doing that. So like, you know, he thinks his, uh, he is so important is preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, and ideal love. I don't really know if he fits this one exactly because I think he actually has power success, not so much on the fantasy side. Does that make sense? Like, I think he fantasizes about it a lot, but I think he has been able to acquire power and status and prestige. Believes that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people. Definitely think he fits this one. So like he seeks out Bruce Wayne, right? Seeks out Batman. And it's really about I want to test this person. I want to test the detective, see if he's worthy to be associated with me and my family and carry on. Kind of my legacy because he doesn't have any sons um requires um excessive admiration um hello uh, has mm. a sense of entitlement unreasonable expectations of especially favorable treatment or automatic compliance with his with his or her expectations like if you remember when batman refuses like he does not take that well it's like okay then you need to be killed right uh is interpersonally exploitative, takes advantage of others to achieve his or her own ends. Absolutely, like mm-hmm. he puts Bat just that two thirty two issue, like he intentionally has people attacking Batman, um, intentionally has Batman um, be put in harm's way. So absolutely ex- trying to exploit, lacks empathy, is unwilling to recognize or identify with the feelings and needs of others. I don't know if he necessarily hit fits this one. I do think. He has empathy for his daughter. He has empathy for people that are important to him, um, but again, it's more of that exploitative, like you know, as only as so much as what you could do for me. Right. Is often envious of others or believes that others are envious of him or her and shows arrogant, haughty behaviors or attitudes. So I think, and of course, with a character like Rachel Ghul, I'll probably want to revisit this uh, more. And build on this initial take but uh my home base assessment is uh i think racial ghoul clearly has narcissistic personality disorder nice so i could see that nice job absolutely
1: but he's so like not subtle but not subtle about it he's blatant
0: yeah Yeah, he doesn't care he doesn't care what you think but he's also like i think growing up and reading batman and watching the animated series i think Joker was, I think Rich and I talked about this a lot. Joker was Batman's number one villain. Ra's al Ghul was like his number one nemesis, right? Like there was a lot more weight to Ra's al Ghul storylines, right? Like the, just his, his end game was a lot more terrorist oriented and more sophisticated. Um, I guess the bigger and Joker didn't care. He's like, I'll stay in Gotham. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm at. So, Mark, is there a good uh, Marvel comparison to Ra's Al Ghul, Doctor Doom? Uh, could see that. Mark. All right, so let's do it. Who would win, Doctor Doom versus Ra's Al Ghul? Oof. You got some origin details on Doom. I will get them. All right, Doctor Doom, published by Marvel Comics. First appearance was Fantastic Four number five, July 1962, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Team affiliation: Sorcerer's Supreme. Is that right, Mark?
1: Nothing I know of. <laughs> yeah
0: that's what it says the future foundation astonishing avengers avengers uh lethal legion guardians of the galaxy notable aliases king boss doom bot infamous iron man god emperor doom and his abilities he's a genius level intellect mastery of dark mystic what the hell mysticism and sorcery mysticism, mind yeah transference and telepathy expert hand-to-hand combat martial arts and swordsman peak human conditioning armor grants superhuman strength and durability gauntlet lasers and and force blasts uh flight via rocket boosts uh, force field generation various high-tech weapons and gadgets and diplomatic immunity and dimensional travel so that is dr doom uh racial ghoul first appeared obviously batman 232 june 1971 uh occupation he's an international terrorist <laughs> um yeah he weighs 215 pounds he has blue eyes uh he has gray with white streaks in his hair in case you want some of that he's six five um his ability is a master swordsman and ruthless hand-to-hand combatant Ra's Ghoul lives for many centuries amassing great wealth and power as well as a treasure trove of knowledge during his near eternal existence. Renowned swordsman with centuries of fighting experience, Rach has challenged Batman to duels on many occasions in order to put the Dark Knight's mantle to the test. Let's see. Mm, that's I'll be honest, I don't think Rachel Ghoul's going to win this one. Uh, that's what I'm saying because I don't think he has the Can't travel interdimensionally unless you think going through the Lazarus pit qualifies as that, but... I think if they were uh, you know, Princess Briding it and just sword fighting on a mountaintop somewhere, he might have a shot, but with uh, his armor and uh, the other things that he has at his disposal, I think Dr. Doom would win. Agreed. You know, I do think... (sighs) But does Dr. Doom really win? Because even if he kills him, he just... Somebody throws him back in the pit. (laughs) Well, so I, I think the only way just to do this We Will Win segment justice... I think who would win who would win. Excuse me. Um, I think the only way I think Raish may win is that he might try to um, con doom, like get Doom to go along with like some sort of genocidal plan and then try to take him out. But um, so I do think he has, he's a sinister, like um, strategist. right. So he might, might try like a long con or something on him but I don't know if if we're just talking like power and things like that. I don't, I don't think, uh, Ghul ghoul would survive that. Yeah. What do you think Mark?
1: I think I agree. I think, you know, Roz would probably, you know, offer him the Lazarus pit and like kind of exaggerated and like blow it up. Like this is the, you know, you can live forever. You just got to take a bath in it, you know, that kind of thing. But I think that doom would still
0: win. I like the matchup. Uh, I just think it's a little bit uneven, I guess. Doom has um, a whole
1: country, like He has a whole army, right? So,
0: I'm going Dr. Doom. I mean, R- Raish has you know, he's got his uh League of Shadows, oh, the League Demon, shadows. You, know. you know, he's got like he's got his small GI Joes, <laughs> right? But yeah, I just I again, I think they're they're very similar, equally matched in many ways. Um, but uh, I don't know if Raish would make it, so yeah, all right. So, three for Dr. Doom, all right, guys another good episode good catching up um hopefully we'll be uh we'll have more episodes here pretty shortly all, all right, right so that's... until next time this is rich don't forget to bag your board this is mark and this is rob again if you want to leave us a comment send us an email heroes home base at gmail uh, give us some ideas on things you'd like us to talk about as we kind of really edge into like the third what we say rich the third season of this podcast so Um, Really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us and hope, you know, as we get closer to the holiday season, uh, you have some time to relax and rejuvenate and listen to the three of us yammer on. So thank you so much for the support. Thank you, as always, for listening and supporting this RMR production.